everybody. Welcome back to the Hairraiser Podcast. Let's get started. Hey, the Hairraiser Podcast. We've got Philip, we got Rhino, and it's Happy Cinco de Mayo. Happy Cinco de Mayo, guys. Hey, hopefully you're doing something more creative than a Corona. Let's see what's going on out there. Something creative than a Corona, please. Well, I have a uh, Pacifico Clara, La Cerveza del Pacifico, because I'm just kind of over the whole anything that has to do with Corona. Like at the beginning, <laughs> it was we're going to support Corona beer, but now I'm just kind of over it. So, But we had to do something something uh, for Cinco de Mayo, so I went with the Pacifico Clara. Rhino, what do you got over there, a Bush Lito Clara? Well, that's what I was going to say. You know, I might just do a bush light and add a lime and see how that tastes. But, no, I went up and, uh, as I told you boys earlier, uh, there wasn't much of a choice in the old uh, coolers up there. So I settled on a little Modelo Especial Cerveza. Uh, bottle or can? I went bottle because yeah. it has a nice shiny gold top. It, they do it's have a good a, display. They have a cool top on it. It's a lot of work to get into the actual beer, but. Yes, you're absolutely right. I got the same thing. I got something called a Bohemia. That's my cerveza over here. It has the same gold top. Bohemias are good. I like those. I'm I'm super pleased with it. It was very nice of us to take a small battle out of Mexico and turn it into a holiday for ourselves here. So way to go, USA. <laughs> USA. USA. <laughs> Well, and that's and that's the funny part about this is a lot everybody a lot of people think this is Mexican Independence Day, which is not. It's the Battle of Pueblo. Yeah, that's right. It's a very small small operation in Mexico. I actually don't even think they care. No, that's like oh, bunch of French uh, uh, soldiers try to invade Pueblo, and the Mexican people beat them, and now it's an American holiday. All right. That's right, and it was two two for one today because it was also Taco Tuesday. So, all right, I mean, big day, <laughs> huge day. Huge. Also, another big day. You know what else today was a big day for? Baseball is back. Oh yeah, yes. boy, yes. So baseball's back in Korea. Which and, is but great. why do we say Korea? Why don't we say South Korea? Because it's not back in North Korea, is it? It wouldn't I be did, televised if it that's was. Right, I'm not sure it's baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe i mean I, I, the winner's probably already decided but yeah. uh but uh, yes if you couldn't sleep early this morning at midnight our time one o'clock eastern the uh nc dinos took on the samsung dinos on espn and wouldn't you know it started with the rain delay so of course after all, of after course. all this time it had to be a rain delay. There's five more games going to be processed on ESPN. Rhino, you got any baseball insider knowledge on uh, Korea, South Korea baseball? I do not, but I know that ESPN had one of those uh, where they have all the teams flashing and you click on the mouse to have your team. And I did fall on, I don't know what their name is, but there is a Twins team, and I did, I did fall on that. So, I was going to say, I did see there's a team called the Twins in yeah, South Korea. So, Come on, let's go. Go Twins. Go Twins. The Twins are back, baby. But I'll tell you, these bat flips they have, those are some monstrous bat flips. And nobody gets angry, guys. Amazing. It's a you deal. Can, you it's can play a... baseball and actually celebrate and have fun without getting smoked in the face the next time you go up to hit. Well, Imagine. but if you, if you do choose to plunk the batter, what I read is the uh, pitcher then bows to the person who he hit. 
So it's it's very formal of enforcing the unwritten rules. So if they accidentally hit somebody, then they bow, or if they hit them on purpose, they bow. Well, I didn't know or if it was qualified. That I just I just noticed that if they plunk somebody, oh. they bow to them. Like a, I think we should uh, implement that into the MLB this year when the Astros finally get up. Does everybody start bowing to them, <laughs> or just plunk them? Yeah, and bow. You know, they got to be kind of a big winner out of this whole thing. I mean, people completely forgot about that right now, right? Except for Rhino, who brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody was going to bring it up, it'd be Rhino. I'm starving for some sports, boys. <laughs> what can I say? Well, that's what I figured. I mean, you don't sleep a lot the way it is. I thought maybe you were up this morning for uh, opening day in Korea. Uh, well, the, well, we have the puppy now, so we have a one o'clock and a five o'clock wake up time right now. So I should have watched. Oh, I should have watched, but <laughs> nope, <laughs> slipped my mind. <laughs> I saw the highlights on Sports Center five times this morning, though. Well, apparently that game turned out, even though they had a rain delay, they turned out better than the Kim Tigers and the Kawoon Heroes, whose game was delayed due to smoke from a building on fire across the oh, street no. from the stadium. So. <laughs> Boy, 2020's winning here, boys. <laughs> literally have a dumpster fire. <laughs> they literally had a dumpster fire. Well, at least they didn't have any murder hornets come flying into the stadium and start trying oh, to kill people. Holy cow. are massive. Did you see those that one? Huge. Yeah, the one dude holding those in his hand, like how big those things are. And they're going to, like, enjoy your honey now because if those things invade further without us stopping them, the honey, they're, they're going to kill all the bees and they will decimate so, the honey. So we're down to only buying one meat product at the hy V's. <laughs> we're only going to be down to one little jar of honey. <laughs> oh, and, boy. And you better ask for paper instead of plastic because you won't have any toilet paper either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I did think, you see? Go ahead. I was going to say, I saw a video on uh, Twitter or Facebook about how to a, a uh, DIY on butchering a hog. So if you need... And, or know somebody who has a hog barn, you could probably go get a hog fairly cheap if you could figure out how to butcher it yourself. So I drive, I go up to Madison for uh, just because of the COVID stuff to get some closing papers uh, with our title company up there. And uh, I stopped at Bob's Butchers over there by Brant. And I walked in and I, there was probably 12 cars. So I'm thinking, oh, this is, well, this is going to be over the 10 people. There was not a soul in this place, it was all butchers. And I asked the lady, I go, you guys busy right now, huh? And she's like, yeah, you. She goes, the way the hog prices are right now and how people are needing to try to get rid of them, all these Sioux Falls people are trying to buy these hogs and we can't slaughter them till August. She goes, good luck for those people having them in their backyards for the next five months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they won't well, have we, much of a backyard We could left. probably have a whole other episode, but this group, before we were the hair raisers, did know how to harvest the hog and cook it on a driveway right across the hall from it right across the way from hansen hall back in 2003 that that is a story that was 2003 yep yep may of 2003 graduation that 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 might be a story for story for another time (laughs) yeah absolutely that's a whole other episode but if you do that's a cliffhanger for everybody yeah if you do the hog butchered we uh we have a plan. Did, I did like how the honeybees do try to defend themselves. Did you did you pick up on that? Huh. So so the honeybees can get around the murder hornet. They form a ball and they begin to vibrate, creating heat. And they can create heat up to 115 degrees inside Holy the cows. hive 
essentially cooking the murder hornet. Yeah, go bees. So, so sometimes the honeybees do win. <laughs> well, good. Because they need to kill as many of those things as you can, because those things are the same. You know, other big winners was the Jackrabbit Athletic Auction. That was a awesome time this last Saturday. $1.73 million raised by whoop, SDSU. Whoop. 1.15 going to athletics, another 372000 going to Feeding South Dakota, and 207000 to high-need scholarships. That was a great time. We had a table, the hair a table. I think we did it upright. It, I think both of ours, as far as backdrops, set up the whole kit and caboodle, I think we won. We didn't see a whole lot of other people's, but I, there was a boat in somebody's background. They're just out in their garage, uh, which is, you know, boating's cool. But our setup, I thought, was phenomenal. Um, so just to give people an idea, so in, the, in my basement, I have a big jackrabbit up on the wall. So I brought a table down, put like a blue table runner on there, and and I went and I've got a few jerseys that I've bought at the scholarship auction. I got a, you know, I went and got the white number three. So who's white number three? Come on, Phil. I'm, ask, I'm asking you guys the question. It's I the want quest. you to answer. Okay, so white number three is Taryn Christian, Taren right? Christian. Broke out, the, <laughs> broke, out, broke out the blue number two. So who's that? Mr. Boom. Yep. And then I have a yellow 28 that I put on my chair. <laughs> And when somebody in this group saw the yellow 28, Canary, is that what you call it? It's the banana. It's the banana. He got super ex- super excited. He's like, you have the yellow 28? And I was like, yeah, it's Chris Balster, an, an Iowa guy, because I'm from Iowa. And then it dawned on me that I've been sitting on a yellow 28 for the past couple years. Rhino does not have the yellow 28. The excitement in his eyes, it was like he was watching the draft. I mean, that's It was how- about there. That's how excited he was that we're working out a deal on how to get Rhino the yellow twenty. You did you did do a couple of attempts to deface it, but I, I'll let that slide. <laughs> well, that was after three bottles of wine. The first hour. The first hour, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Rhino's Rhino setup was awesome as well. He was right there at his bar, had a had the um, the event on on his TV on YouTube, and then had the Zoom meeting on his laptop right in front of him. So Yeah, good, then we had time. the then we had the iPad set up for uh the auction and I was I I selected myself to kind of be an ambassador for this deal because I was like, you know, if this is the year where people can go out and try a little harder for Jackrabbit Athletics just because I don't think any of us thought that one point seven number was going to be reachable. I don't I didn't even know if one was going to cool. be reachable. But uh, when we sat there and they started it, I know we had a couple hiccups with the uh, internet. I know I ended up being about three or four minutes behind you guys, but then after I reset, I think we were on par with everybody. And we were within a couple seconds of the auction and the Pat McAfee introduction and uh, how cool uh, was Mr. that? Cell coming out in his uh, McAfee sweatshirt. I mean, they they did it right, and for the foundation athletics and all of them. What they put on in a 30-day notice, they did awesome. Claps all around for them. It was awesome. They really did. You know, a couple episodes ago, we had Elliot Powell on, and, you know, when he was describing kind of what was going to be going on, I was sitting here trying to manage expectations because what he was describing was going to take a lot of work, but, you know, they got those gift bags out to everybody, 
it was seamless getting everybody kind of into the Zoom. And then the work that went into separating people out to the different breakout rooms was great. We heard later on that something went wrong with automatically entering the uh, emails. Yeah. So they had to, for two hours, put in emails by hand. What they say, like 200 emails or something? Yep. Oh, boy. And I didn't hear, I certainly didn't hear from anybody I know that didn't get to where they needed to go. You know, their emails were obviously put in the right spot. Yeah, yeah. I, it was. I know. I I was on the first one. I got on about ten minutes before, just to try to get in to see if I was on the right, whatever. And when I got in, it was me and Megan Frosa, and I'm like, "Well, you're not on my table." <laughs> and then all of a sudden, she goes, "Well, come back in ten minutes. We're setting all this up." And I'm like, "All right." So then she texts me and says, "You can come back in now." And then I hop in, and all of a sudden, there's like forty different groups, yes. and I'm like. What is going on we, here? We were a little nervous. Like, oh, oh this is going to be awkward. And then, <laughs> and then, as we were starting to, you know, get even more nervous of, oh, this is going to be weird. It came out okay. We're going to split you up into your tables now. And then we ended up with our group of of us of us three in our table. Well, you know, we ended up with what total of six. Um, two people were not able to. They're in the field. Well, one was in the field, right? And and John Klein, John, and the other one, Tyler Urban, the oldest thirty-year-old that we we'll all know, who couldn't figure out how to <laughs> how to get Zoom open on his right. on his computer. The internet is new to Ur- Turbo. <laughs> yeah. um, the his AOL account apparently was not functioning properly for him no. to uh, get to the Zoom. Yeah, yeah but once we and got then, got into that, yeah. then it was. I mean, he kind of it it truly had the feel of us sitting at the tables up in Frost Arena. You know, we it all was, had a bottle of wine, drinks. It was fun. It was almost like speed dating. I mean, if you want to put it, <laughs> I'll explain why. Ring the bell. Here comes Ex- another coach. Explain. So we're sitting there talking, and the first guy that comes is is Hendo. He's like, boys, I just want to get in here before things get crazy, and I don't want it. So we sat there and talked with Coach Hendo for about 10 minutes, and then it was just us. And then all of a sudden you see a screen pop up, and then it was Elliot Powell came in, and he hung out with us uh, off and on quite a bit for the night. Elliot Powell, big winner on the mustache. He won yeah, the uh, Elliot mustache competition. I don't know that anybody could defeat that. No, that was money. I still <laughs> hope he's keeping it. Straight cash. And then uh, throughout the night, we had, uh, I think our next one was Coach Bishop. Yep. 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 Bishop jumped on. Um, and he stayed on for quite a while in our room. Yep. Um, and by the way, this was supposed to go on for only about an hour. So it was supposed to go on from 7 to, I think, Eight. well, 6 to 7.30-ish. Yeah. Because the, the, the auction ended at 7.15. So we just hung out as friends. All of a sudden, we started getting pop-ins from, I, 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 I apologize to Coach, but it's the Jorgalis. Jorgalis, yeah. yeah, volleyball. Yeah, Jorgalis, yeah. Our new volleyball yeah. coach, absolutely. But who, he came in with somebody else with him, With right? AJ. He came in with AJ, yep, because they yep, were kind of yep. tag teaming that just to introduce him. Um, which what yep, a great it, what a great idea, you know, one of the more famous coaches on campus to hop in with the newest coach on campus. Yep, and the way they had it set up, there was actually a coach's room where they were all sitting, and then they all had it our our uh, codes, and then they just hop into the virtual rooms. Yeah. So then Joe, uh, Coach AJ and him came on, and then. Coach Han came on, and I mean, he is all as advertised. He's awesome. So, so when I saw the Jackrabbit Illustrated um, 
that they had two hours with him, I went, holy cows, would they talk with him on for two hours? And then I listened to it and realized that, yep, and after talking to him, yeah, you probably yep. throw about four questions to him, and that's you're going to get two hours because that guy, lo- I mean, he likes to talk. And But you just, you're kind of on the edge of your seat the whole time he's talking because he's just so engaging. I mean, that was, that was really cool. Yeah. And then uh, I think our next guest was Mr. Zach Zenner. He yep, popped Zach in from and the family. His, yep. Zach and the family from uh, uh, up in Minneapolis are living now. And, you know, it, it was, it, it's got to be odd to pop in when a table's been being, I wouldn't say very cautious with their uh, J. Lore wine <laughs> for an hour or two. And, well, uh, cautious not to spill it. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> it was cool. Like uh, Eric and I and Phil were talking last night. It was kind of cool. You know, it was like, you know, we're kind of just talking. You don't, he's kind of a quiet guy. Yes. And all of a sudden he starts talking some football stuff. And all of a sudden he just starts opening up. He's talking about potential trades he was in. I brought up the Jets. He's like, hey, honey, what is that? What was, when what year was I supposed to get traded to the Jets? And, he, and she's like, I she's not even listening to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's only the second person I've seen get excited about the Jets. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, and then uh, yeah, so that I mean were, that was cool. And then he you know kind of talked about what he's doing now if he doesn't end up back in football. Um, and just kind of the, you know I kind of forgot that he was with the Dolphins. You know with the Saints. You know his his boy had the Saints shirt. You know shirt on. And he was only there for a week, but like, yep, let's get a Saint shirt for our kid. So, yeah, I mean that that was just cool. And then right after that, I believe we had Coach Stig. Stig came on with his wife, yep. and yep, uh, yep. Uh, I'm trying to figure out who else we had. Was that about it? I think that was it until the after party started. And yes, then, and, and then, then if the you guys listen to our if you guys listen to our podcast with uh, Elliot, I kind of joke said. So what are we doing? Is Cubbies going to be involved in this somehow? Because we all go to Cubbies after he's like, we're working on that. Well, after everybody started leaving, they actually brought whoever was left back to the major room. And then so there was our two, two video boards along with about 40 other people. I think just about every coach was still on. Uh, there was some other alumni that uh, hired up our old players and stuff sitting there. And then what time did you guys jump off? It it dropped from 40 down to about 7 real quick. And then that's so, where the real That's where the real fun. Happened. So <laughs> so if I remember so it was us AJ Han Hendo um uh the two Bishop. gals Bishop like coach, yep. was yep. coach coach Mo was still on there? Coach Mo sat yep. in there for a while. Yep. Yeah. Uh the was it Jordan? I think the the new guy in charge of the ticket office. He was he was one of the guys that was in there. I wasn't sure who that was, and then kind of started running through um, the athletic department uh, yesterday, and and he was one of them that was on there. Um, but wow, what but, but what a riot! Han, Coach Coach Han was moderating still. That he old, still was moderating. He was so, the moderator. So if you everybody remembers, we we Rhino was on there. Yeah. Hendo was on there. Yep. Um, yep. Rhino threw out, all right, you know, with what's going on, give us some topics to talk about. And so one of those topics was who would win in a wrestling match, Coach Han or Hendo with AJ and Stig. And so, and, when, I, and before you go on, we have to credit, I, I don't have his Twitter handle, but one of the guys we asked a couple of weeks ago, 
given some questions for our podcast, and he yep. brought that up. Yes, I'll have to figure yes. out who did that. I think it was Dallas Clark Scene. I think no, from... it was it was another guy. Okay, but but, but yes, I'll have to try to find it. That's what I'm saying is we got it from Twitter, and so when we had we had AJ and um, Han on that and together Hendo. and Hendo. I just was like, you know what? I'm going to ask. Like, all right, guys, you know, we have this podcast and we threw out, you know, ideas of what to talk about. And this was one that was brought up. I said, so what do you guys think? And for the rest of the night, like, AJ would just parade on Han, like, Han, I could take you. And it was, it was just <laughs> hilarious because you could just tell, I mean, you could tell, like, all those guys, you know, get along. You know, they're joking around with each other, just having a good time. And you kind of get them out of, out of, you know, they humanize themselves, you know, because we see them you know, on the bench and being coaches and, and working that way. And, but then you see them in an event like this and, you know, and AJ's, you know, telling his kids to go to bed. It's just, it was just really, really fun night. And, and, you know, we all still think Han could take them, but I, I, I do think they would put up a pretty good match. AJ's a scrapper. And this is what I've learned from the other night. He's a scrapper. He's just ain't going to go down easy. And neither is Hendo. Yeah, and, you know, Eric and I talked about this that night. We had the uh, pickleball event with Hendo when he was just announced as a coach. You know, how cool is it that you sit there and have a university top dog that you can just sit there and almost talk to as a friend? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like during the night, Hendo and I were texting back and forth, kind of like laughing, like, oh, my God, this is getting crazy. It's so much fun. You know, and Hendo was so hungry, he ordered Domino's. Yeah. <laughs> like, at, yeah. like at 11 o'clock, he's like, boys, I have to eat. And he's like, he goes, I've been on here for five hours talking to people and all this. He's like, so, but I mean, to sit there in an after party setting where you're in the comfort of your home, they're comfortable, and you just have one-on-one access, it was, I mean, we are lucky at South Dakota State to have the coaches and staff and uh faculty that we have that we have great yeah yes it it was really cool it was a great event but i would much rather prefer to do it live i would rather do it live yeah you'd rather want to be in frost but i know sitting at those tables the interaction with coaches and things like that we don't get the same i mean it's just it's still fun but this this was unique and it went over really well yeah and i i think just and raised a ton of money and and what oh. a great great thing to raise that much money for feeding South Dakota and and because if people need I mean if people need feeding South Dakota they need it right now and the ability to raise that amount of money was just awesome. Well, um, that and the university needs it right now too. I mean, it's it was one of those. It's a desperate year. They've lost out on so much, and you know who knows what the future holds. This is something that could set up this next fall too yeah it is and you know good news for the fall at least as of right now SDSU announced that they will be back on campus in the fall so that's that's a step in the right direction hey today everything opened things open in brookings cubbies is open ebc is open you could go in and actually sit and have a beer fantastic tonight eric did they uh are they doing any different rules than they are here in sioux falls you know, it sounds kind of the same. If you look at EBC's email, they're looking at their capacities. They're already warning you by email that, hey, you know what? We might not be able to let you in, depending on how many people show up. So it's very similar, but I couldn't speak with any degree okay. of certainty if it's the exact same. But yeah. 
I, it's it's very similar. And you think with Brookings, with the college students all gone, you know, half the town is gone right now. So you got the locals. I mean, it's yep. probably a, it's going to be a probably good inching in point, especially with Brookings. I don't know how Sioux Falls is going to go. Well, um, we we've got our man on the job, John Klein. John is on his way at EBC. He's going to report back. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> I, he, I, I said, I hope you get in. He said, I will be there early. So <laughs> when you talk about pent-up demand, at least I know one person yep. who's absolutely going to be there. Um, he was I, watching Korean baseball at midnight last <laughs> night in line. <laughs> I Honestly, I think I think your place is like shenanigans. That it is a much larger space and have the ability to space out their tables and kind of use a few of their different rooms. I think it's going to go over really well for them because, yeah, they're 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 not going to be at their max occupancy, but they're still going to be able to have quite a few people there. A place like Tinners, where it's it's just kind of tight and they kind of have the tables packed and tight, and even even a Minerva's, it it it'll be interesting to see how some of these restaurants handle it, especially some of the smaller type venues. But um, I, I well, think I a place thought- like Shenanigans will be able to thrive and I, I you don't say thrive but compared to some other places be in a much better position to handle opening up again with some parameters than some of these other restaurants and i brought this up to M- melissa well you know like someone like shenanigans if you know their location they're out way out here west yeah and they have tons of park parking spots yeah and they also have a area next to them i don't know if a place like that can put up a stationary tent like an outdoor tent where you can actually put tables and then start spacing more people out, utilize more space. If you have spots like that, if that works, I don't know if that can help out of business, but I guess I'm guessing everybody's going to look at what loopholes they can have mm-hmm. and what they can do to get the most people in the best business they can. Yeah. Well, if you could pick up a 81 degree day like last Saturday, then you would uh, you'd find out how fast those ideas come about. You can move tables outside real fast, right? Yep. yep. <laughs> well, well, that's exciting though. I mean, it won't be I'm back to normal. To but it. We got exciting. our job up on Friday. Hope it goes. I'm gonna go check out. Hopefully, go support Cubbies in per. Or excuse me, shenanigans in person on Friday here in Sioux Falls. That's my plan, and. What do you guys think? I know what I was going to ask you guys. Have you been watching The Last Dance? Yes. Um, I am through episodes one through four. Uh, I just oh started I just started five. I'm about halfway through five. Uh, the Olympic, you know, when he was, yep. Jordan was, well, no, uh, was it Olympics or All-Star Game? I can't remember. Um, I think the, the Olympics were this this episode. I think it was six. So yeah, yeah you're probably at the All Star kind of talking and all that. Yeah, kind of talking All Star and Olympics. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at on this thing. It's been it's been awesome so far, but oh, it's been much needed. Uh, we actually our daughter's bedtime. We try to get her down about eight eight fifteen. So we usually start about a half hour late, and then uh, we're able to. Uh, fast forward through all the commercials since a lot of them are national anyway it doesn't bother me as a guy that watches commercials but uh yeah by the time we get done it's about 10 15 and i think like everybody has said like there's like 10 is not going to be enough this is seeing jordan who was kind of very private 
and just you hear stories about him and now he's just openly talking about the stories and you know the the back with the security yeah. guards and there's stuff that i know you're not cut up phil so i won't say it but it's like there's just so much backstory stuff that's just great i wow. mean it shows why he like all the players will say jordan's the goat yeah and there's yeah. others well and two things, you know, I've been a Bulls fan since forever, and one of the reasons I became a Bulls fan was because of, well, what, what do you mean because of Michael Jordan, but also because B.J. Armstrong, you know, the Iowa Hawkeye, ended up playing for the Bulls, and that dude hasn't aged one day since, no. since like, college. I mean, good grief. Well, that was the joke. They said B.J. actually looks like he's about 30 now. Yeah, because <laughs> when he played, he looked like he was about 12, but... That yeah, was, uh, you finally got some gray hair. And... <laughs> and I actually didn't know that Horace Grant ever walked around without goggles on. I didn't even know what that guy looked like without the, uh, the Am- goggles. Amazingly, yeah, he doesn't wear them all the time. But um, did you see the glasses he was wearing on the training table? They were like 1980 mom's glasses. <laughs> did it have a chain? No, it did not have a chain. <laughs> that would have been great. No, that is right. A, when you're fast forwarding through commercials, how many times have you stopped on the Kenny Main commercial and then felt bad for stopping there? Uh, the f- first three episodes, I think <laughs> every darn time. Well, and then there's the part where every once in a while they'll throw out a trivia question or uh, haven't or got one wrong thing, yet, and, it, and you go buy it and you're like, oh, well, maybe it's just a State Farm thing. Then you go like, no, <laughs> that was a real thing. And you go back and you're like, oh, I know the answer now, but what was the question? <laughs> Well, right on. I've seen you do trivia, so I don't know how well you were doing on that. But I did good, Jordan. I did good. I bet you did. You know what? On that note, that was the last dance. This is the last topic for tonight. It's been fun catching up with everybody after the uh, Jackrabbit Athletic Scholarship Auction. Again, that was a great event. It was fun, fun hanging out with you guys there. Yeah. Fun hanging out tonight. Looking forward to talking to you guys again, but until next time, go big. Go blue. Go Jacks.